This is Rachel, episode two, coming at you with Living with the Transits. I don't know still, I still don't know how to post these to any other platform than Anchor or Spotify. Uh, if you happen to know how to do that, there was even little instructions that I couldn't, I couldn't follow it. Uh, if you happen to know how to post these to any other platform, I'll greatly appreciate it. I'm all ears if you got any guidance. In the meantime, I'll just keep trucking along with what I have available to me. It's also quite possible that, you know, this whole, you know, we're still at the very tail end of Mercury retrograde. Speaking of which, uh, I have lots of thoughts and ideas, techie stuff that I would like to do for the support group. Um, but I'm going to wait to really try to put rubber to pavement until after Mercury stations to go direct, which is around October the 2nd. So we're almost there. Um, so just bear with me. First, a disclaimer. I'm not a licensed anything. About 25 years ago, a local church was like, hey, we think you're going to be a minister. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to be a minister. And they gave me a piece of paper that says license on it. Uh, so in that regard, I'm a licensed minister. But, you know, <laughs> uh, I do have a Bachelor of Arts in Religion and Philosophy. And I have a Master's of Divinity with a focus on church history and theology, as well as biblical languages. Uh... I was actually in the local church for a while. I was a, a, first a, a minister of education, then I was a minister in residence, and then I was an associate pastor. But that last gig there burnt me bad. It ended poorly. Uh, so I was unemployed for a year and then landed in the hospice industry in 2009, and I've been there ever since. And working in the hospice industry has granted me a lot of space um, to experience life <laughs> through the lenses of people experiencing death, uh, which means I have been exposed to all kinds of worldviews, all kinds of cultural traditions, while simultaneously being invited as a chaplain, because that is my title. I don't like the title, but it's the title I got. I've been invited into these people's sacred spaces as a chaplain to bear witness to their stories, to bear witness to their lives. And I find that to be a profound treasure trove of wisdom, of experience. Um, and it's just deepened my understanding of myself and the world around me. Uh, for those of you who are licensed in some, ca some, some capacity, or if you are professional healers, uh, whether you do Reiki or energy healing, perhaps you're, you yourself are an astrologer or offer some sort of a counseling service, I eventually want to create a website for all of us to be able to stay connected. Um, well, there'll be a contact form and uh, articles and whatnot to read. But I also want to create a resource page for those of you who are already offering professional practices and services. So in the event that any of the participants would like to pursue a service from you, um, they can do it right there from the website. They can book it or have a link to your website where they can book it. So that's in the works. Uh, I'd like to, to continue doing these podcasts. It's just sort of checkpoints throughout, uh, in, in between our support group meetings. For those of you who, if, if this is your first time really deep diving into your own personal stardust, I want to encourage you to make sure, even though this is a support group, I want you to be aware that sometimes when we deep 
dive into these sorts of things and these conversations and concepts, it can bring to the surface really tender things. Um, perhaps even uh, things as related to, to trauma. I want to be very sensitive to that. Um, as well as, you know, just difficult times in your life that have felt really shitty. Having some of these conversations might bring some of those things back up to the surface. So I want to encourage you to be mindful of that. If you don't have a counselor or a therapist or a good solid friend uh, that, that you feel you can talk to in confidence to work through these things, I want you to go ahead and, and just, just have somebody in your back pocket. Because this isn't therapy, this is a container by which you might come across things that would require additional support. I just want you to be aware of that. Okay. But it's also all dependent on how deep you want to take this. Um, you are the pilot of this ship. Um, so I respect that. And I just want to throw that out there to make sure that this is a safe container for everybody. Um, I think that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. That's not it though, because I do want to go ahead and throw this out there. Where does your sun shine? So if you have your natal chart, side note, I don't have a preference in houses. That's a lie. I do have a house preference, meaning, you know, there's different houses in astrological charts. I'm a Placidus girl. If you're a whole sign house person, that's fine too. That's totally cool. I will be speaking from the viewpoint of Placidus. I welcome others. Okay, so you pull out your natal chart. And I want you to find where your natal sun is. And the sun is a circle with a dot in it. It's like a bullseye. It's the bullseye of your ego identity. It is where you shine, how you shine, how you were born to shine in the world we live in. Go to Google, go to whatever search engine you use. And I want you to look up sun in astrology. And I want you to write down keywords that stand out to you. Uh, If you have your little, or not little, that sounds demeaning. If you have your super cool astrological toolkit notebook, write down, you know, make a page dedicated to your son. Write down the keywords that stand out to you. And then I want you to look at the sign that your son is in. And I want you to Google keywords for that sign and write down the keywords. Now there's a whole spectrum. There's supposed to be, there should be a whole spectrum Oops, I'm not supposed to be shouldn't on anybody. There's a whole spectrum <laughs> of keywords. For example, I'm an Aries son. Aries, you know, on its good days is a champion, a warrior, a leader, initiates, asserts. On its bad days, it's impatient, angry, irritable, frustrated, sometimes can be a bull in a china shop. Um... And all of those things are how I show up in the world. But the the choice point is, how do I want to show up in the world? What is the easy potential? What is the potential for my son in its highest good? Do I want to be a leader and a champion? Or do I want to be a grumpy pants who pouts? (laughs) I mean, that's really, really what it comes down to. Meaning, if I'm in a situation and I'm I'm feeling... Uh, impatient or I just want to hurry up and do the thing. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to get it done. Let's do it and get it done. But for whatever reason, 
The circumstance that I find myself in is not allowing me to do it. (laughs) And I get frustrated. And that's generally a, a, a choice point where I say, okay, I need to take a step back. I'm feeling impatient. I need to honor my impatience, chew on it, nurture it, work it, decide how I want to actually activate my son and choose that instead. And sometimes that means taking a beat, taking a moment, taking a breath, taking a few seconds to reorient yourself. I'm speaking from experience. I've done that. I mean, I have, there there have been times where I absolutely enjoy making jokes at other people's expense without really considering the fact that that might actually hurt someone's feelings. And I've had to learn hard lessons that, you know, Rachel, you might think it's funny. Other people might find it entertaining, but I think it sucks because I'm the butt of your joke. Oh shit. Right. Okay. So sometimes, sometimes, sometimes in my impatience, I will dismiss other people's feelings. And I've had to really work on being mindful about that. So in learning about your personal planets, you will also learn about your own limitations and how you suck. Radical acceptance, baby. We've got to take it all in. So once you find your sun, you find the keywords of the sign that it's in, and then you find the keywords of the house that it's in. Now, the house indicates the area of life where this energy shines brightest, okay? Um, look up the keywords for the house that it's in. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. I want you to complete the following sentence, and you can write as many versions of this sentence as you want. The sentence goes like this. My sun shines blank, and in that blank, I want you to write down keywords or a keyword for the house. And then you will say, at its best, meaning the sun, I Fill in the keywords uh, for the the sun that would be, uh, you know, in the category of good or uh, high high vibes, you know, whatever. And then at its worst, I and fill in the blank using keywords for its, you know, less less ideal, less ideal uh, energetic manifestations. And you can write as many of those as you want, but just to give on paper, a a context, a a point of view of your specific son. And be honest about it. The only person that has to know about it is yourself. We're holding a mirror up to ourselves in doing this work. So it's soul work, right? So fill out that sentence. My son shines house. At its best, I positive attributes. At its worst, I negative attributes. Okay, let's start there. Um, So this is your son. Build a relationship with it. Reflect. Work on it. Understand it. Lean into it. Where do you shine, baby? Let's shine. 